Welcome to the Autonomous Vehicle Daily Tech Podcast. My name is Hassan Akram. I am the host of the Autonomous Vehicle Safety and Security Podcast. This is my second podcast, and in this podcast, we will be broadcasting focused discussion on technical subject matter. Enjoy the podcast, and thank you so much for listening. So the question was, um, do we have enough uh, processing power in the chips today in order to deal with security in automotive? And from a safety perspective, I would, although we said earlier we want an integrated approach, integrated approach doesn't mean we have to do everything on one chip. So in terms of managing the complexity over the life cycle, I would actually like to see if we have a, uh, a control unit, I would like to see a segregation between the system elements, hardware and software doing the cryptography, and the system elements performing the basic function and the safety. Why? Because with the exception maybe of the autopilot and the sensor fusion, everything else is relatively simple. The amount of processing power that we need to control an electric motor, whether for the steering, the brakes, or the, the traction motor, isn't going to increase. Yeah, we're already there, so we don't need even more power for that. So it would be nice if we could just fix that for the lifetime of the vehicle, let's say 22-year life cycle, conservatively. So we want to fix that part of the product design so we don't have to keep recertifying the safety every time we have a security update, but enable, maybe, to update the hardware. Because if we look back 22 years ago, you did the Facebook, you only went back, I think, 14 years. But if we, could if we look at a typical vehicle life cycle for a product, five years of design, uh, sorry, two years of design, five years of manufacture, another 50 years in service, that's 22 years. And if we look at computers we had 22 years ago, when you talk about processing power, if we had a desktop computer 22 years ago, security colleagues will probably be able to confirm even better than I can. But as I understand it, with this mobile phone, we can crack that security by brute force attack in seconds. So my fear, or not my fear, my expectation maybe, is that whatever hardware encryption we put into the vehicle today, it will not survive the expected 22-year life cycle as a minimum that we have for everything else on the vehicle. So the conclusion I would have is we will need to segregate part of the security to make it removable, upgradable, replaceable, but not have to replace the entire product every time. Because let's face it, if you buy a premium vehicle, you don't want to replace 100 or 200 ECUs every second year just because of the security when everything else was still perfectly okay. So um, my, my first answer before Stephen was saying something would have been like, okay, you can uh, leave the ECU and add a coprocessor that is doing this cryptography. But I mean, what you said is obviously um, the case because the, the cars are also not on the road for just one year like the smartphone. I mean, you throw the smartphone away when Apple, for instance, decides not to provide you a software update. So then they have gotten rid of the chip for the cars. You obviously don't. And so maybe one, uh, one kind of devices would be going into the direction of FPGAs where you have then general purpose gates that you can reprogram for these cryptographic functions and then you would have some kind of like hardware adaptability um, even though you would not have to put it into the general purpose ECU co processor that you have there. I think we need so many um, new chips and everything every year as you mentioned already that we can't go on with the architecture we have already. Um, if you're looking at cars we are talking about more than 80 years 
today. If you look at a helicopter, it's eight computers in there. Uh, the great benefit from bringing all together is that you don't have to use cryptography between the processes because they're on a secure platform already. Um, we need a security to secure network platform underlying because uh, the network is more or less passive and uh, by that not really secure. So we have to build up the security for this first before we can go to the higher levels. And if we are reducing the number of computers, we are reducing the networks we have to secure. So I think we have to think completely different than we, we are doing today. But this will be hard for the OEMs to accept. Let's see how long it takes.